Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to The Future Is Now. I am your host, Spencer Nakamura. I'm so glad that you guys are joining in on today's episode. Hope that your Wednesday is going just fantastic. I'm excited about this episode, Where Christians Get Grace Wrong. Um, something that's been on my heart that I've been reading about, thinking about. So excited to share that with you guys. We'll jump right into it. But before that, as always, make sure that you are subscribing to this podcast. Make sure that you are sharing it. That's the best way that you can say thank you. And if you like the podcast or are learning a lot, um, I love talking with you guys about it. So make sure that you're sharing it, uh, sending it, uh, and also subscribing. You can scroll down, give a five-star review. Uh, wherever you're listening from, and then also leave a written review. That's the best way to get it pumped out to the world. Uh, And we are seeing that just um, happening, which is incredible. So just thank you so much for doing that. Um, Also, this episode is brought to you by TheosU. This is a platform that is the best platform that I have found in terms of um, learning theology, learning about different biblical topics in an easy way, easy to understand, but totally sound, uh, great learning platform. So um, if you're interested in that, if you want to learn more about the Bible, but you don't want to pay tens of thousands of dollars to or hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to a university, make sure that you are signing up for TheosU down below. Uh, click the link and then you can use the code FUTURE10, FUTURE10 to get 10% off of your first month. Make sure you guys are taking advantage of that. Also, uh, there's something called the laser strategy that I have personally developed that helps nonprofits, churches, business owners and individuals um, be financially uh, responsible and really be able to leverage their own finances in a smart and effective way. So if you want a free consultation on that, that also is in the link in the bio. So uh, schedule an appointment with me. I'm happy to talk to you about that. But but without further ado, we're going to jump into today's episode of The Future Is Now. Get your hearts and your minds ready for today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast, where you can discover your calling, live with passion and purpose, and learn how to be the leader of the future. We all have a voice that people need to hear, and it's time to get the confidence to use our gifts to better the world. If you're here to grow in the things of God and develop a healthy mindset, you are in the right place. I'm so glad that you're here. So let's get excited about today's episode. Alrighty, let's jump into this today, where Christians get grace wrong. You know, this is something that has come from a conversation that I've had recently with a number of my friends, uh, different people that are kind of in the same way of thinking where, you know, I think that there has been a narrative and a message of grace that has, you know, been in the church for the last, whatever, 10 years. I mean, I got saved when I was 16 years old. I'm 27 now, about to be 28 this Sunday. But um, I, I'm 27 now, so I've been saved for about 11 years. And ever since I was saved, I mean, I felt like this has been the narrative, right? This has been uh, the message. This has been the overarching theme of a lot of big pastors and churches. And it's the grace narrative, right? And I, obviously, listen, <laughs> the message of grace is incredible and it's necessary. And it's a central piece of the gospel. And the grace of God is what covers our sin, right? It's what brings us into right standing with God. And, but, you know, I, I think that there are other pieces that come into play when it comes to our relationship with God and how to be effective uh, in being a disciple of of God and impacting the world, impacting our our area of influence. Um, and really, I feel like a lot of people get stuck in a place in their faith because 
they're so attached and hung up just on um, one aspect of grace, which is forgiveness. Uh, you know, I, as you guys know, um, I I offend people sometimes with what I say, um, specifically the progressive t- uh, Christianity movement. Um, I watch a lot of their TikToks. That's you know, if I'm ever having a bad day or I'm feeling down, I'll just go on progressive. Christianity TikTok and watch videos and it always makes me laugh because uh, <laughs> it's awesome. But, um, well, awesome in the worst way possible. But so I came across this, you know, TikTok of this person that shockers talking about church hurt, you know, and uh, they were just talking about how they're like, there's this church, right? And they, they said, they, they said, come as you are. That was their message. Come as you are. But what they didn't tell you is as long as you don't stay that way. And I, I watched this TikTok and, you know, it's like, yeah, that is, I mean, that's the gospel, right? I mean, you do come as you are, obviously, like we're not going to shoo away anybody from church. Yeah, come as you are. But if you want to be a follower of God, if you if you want to actually be somebody that is a disciple of Christ, yeah, you you can't stay in the sin that you're living in. You can't stay in you can't have all the preferences that are sin. I mean, that's like and that is the other part of grace that I feel like is not talked about a lot. Um, you know, part, part of grace is forgiveness. It's the forgiveness and the pardoning of our sins. Uh we we live a life that we cannot uh, we're imperfect people and we mess up all the time and we just can't live a life that measures up to the standard that God gives to be righteous. And so guess what? Jesus came and he died on a cross for our sins. And so we are covered by grace. That means the ultimate forgiveness of our sins. But there is another part of grace, people. The other part of grace is empowerment. Grace is not just something that forgives us. Grace is something that empowers us to live out the life and the purpose that God has set before us. Um, you know, people are li- leaving the church right now, and in my mind, it's because of this idea of sanctification. And sanctification is something that hasn't been taught in the church a lot in the last 10 years, and it's a vital piece now that I believe is necessary, and it's part of grace. But a lot of people in the last 10 years, in my opinion, have been fed a one-sided gospel of forgiveness and love and acceptance with grace. And all the while, there's another piece of sanctification. And when that's brought in and they're challenged in the way that they're living their lives, that isn't according to scripture, all of a sudden, oh, you guys are bigots, you're hateful, I didn't sign up for this, etc., etc. And it's sad, you know, when you understand like, man, people aren't getting the full picture of what Christianity really means. I mean, like when Jesus said, come follow me, it wasn't, hey guys, come follow me. Everybody gets to live how you want. It's going to be awesome. Do whatever you want to do because my grace covers your sins. So you can go and you can party and you can do this and you can sin and do whatever you want because my grace is sufficient for you. You know, he says, if you're going to follow me, like pick up your cross daily, right? I mean, it really, like we look at, uh, scripture, Titus 2, 11 through 12, says, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. Right? Yay, all people. That's like the, yeah. But let's, let's, let's go on. It also says, It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. Okay? So it is salvation to all people. That's amazing. But it also teaches us, empowers us to say no to ungodliness. In Romans 6, Paul makes the argument that, hey, 
uh, because grace abounds uh, all the more, that doesn't mean that we keep sinning. It means that uh, we are those who have died to our sin. Put to death your sin. That's the idea of sanctification. Like Colossians 3, this is Paul again. And what is he saying? He's talking about being sanctified, which is really to be purified, to, to continue to walk in righteousness and to become more like Christ. Colossians 3, he says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Now listen to this, verse 5. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, and now, but now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices, and have put on a new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge and the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, or free, but Christ is all and is in all, right? And here's the idea is a lot of people that are moving towards this progressive Christian or all-loving Christian and we accept all and we don't want to say sin is sin and this and that is because they originally were fed a gospel that was so one-sided on forgiveness that they were never taught in the ways of the Lord in terms of sanctification, um, it reminds me, we watched this documentary. Oh, okay, I shouldn't be laughing. It's not funny. We watched this documentary. Have you ever seen it? Uh, uh, Manti Teo. He was a, you know, uh, Notre Dame linebacker from Hawaii. And he was like the OG catfishing story, right? He had a girlfriend that he thought was a girlfriend online for like two years, but it was actually a dude. And then, um, and then it's not funny. I, it's just crazy that this happened, but like, had a two year long relationship and then she, he acting like her, his girlfriend faked a death and it was like national news and he like dedicated a whole season to her. It turns out she never existed. Got catfished. OG catfish. Really sad story actually. Feel really bad for the guy. But um, I just wonder, are we, are we catfishing people into Christianity? Are, are we catfishing people into this idea of Christianity is all about acceptance and love and forgiveness without showing people that it's also about changing the way that you live, growing closer with God. Sanctification should be a part of your walk with Christ. You know, a lot of Christian leaders portray themselves as being equal and just like everyone else, which is, which is true in humanity. At the human level, we're all the same. We all make mistakes. We're all flawed. However, sanctification does separate leaders and people should be able to recognize that. I should have leaders in my life that I'm like, man, they are so far ahead of me. Um, I want to be like them. Paul says this. He says, follow my example as I follow Christ. I feel like Christian leaders should be saying, follow me as I follow Christ. Instead of saying, you know what? We're all, we all make mistakes. We're all the same. I make mistakes all the time. Right. In doing so, I feel like we create an environment of not accountability, but um, of acceptance and coddling and 
allowing people to stay where they are at. And you have these people that have sin cycles for years, for decades. And you have people saying, listen, it's okay because God covers your sin versus saying, look, man, you need to put these things in your life to death. Because God has a purpose for you that you need to walk in. And as long as you're battling with these sin cycles and going through this repetitive motion of these elementary things, you're not going to be able to walk in the purpose that God has for you. I want to be in where God has called me to be. I want to do all the things that God has called me to do. But I have to recognize that when I'm dealing with elementary things, I'm not going to be able to be in the advanced calling that God has called me to do. And how do we get over that? That's sanctification. That's growing closer to God every day. That's that's putting to death our sin, putting to death the things that we are dealing with. And guess what? We're not going to get it right all the time, right? That I mean, grace abounds. We're going to make mistakes, but that doesn't mean that we can't get better. And we should be striving to get better. Sanctification is every day I'm going to get better. I am, I'm not going to be dealing with the same things 10 years from now that I'm dealing with right now. Why? Because through grace, through sanctification, I believe that that empowers me to walk in the things of God and put those things to death. And that's a hard truth. Like, man, if you've been dealing with something for years, right, and you haven't gotten over it, whether that's greed or insecurity or lust or whatever it may be, like, you have to ask yourselves, like, man, I need to step into sanctification. And what does that look like? That means bringing people into your life, getting great leaders around you, staying in prayer, staying in the word. But we have to get over this idea that you're not okay. I'm not okay. That's okay. God loves us anyway. Like that's true. But being living your life continually in sin and going through these motions, that's not okay. And that's not the life that God has called us to live, frankly. He's called us to overcome worldly things, our, our earthly nature to put it to death. And so, man, as we go forward, I would just encourage you, like, don't get a hard heart when people call out things in your life. Don't get a hard heart when people say, hey, you're being a jerk or, hey, uh, you sh- I don't think that you should be doing this or I- you did this and I think it's wrong. The second that people stop correcting you in your life should be the biggest red flag to you because that's that probably means you've created an environment where people are not able to correct you and they don't feel comfortable enough to do that with you, right? You should invite critique into your life. That's what sanctification is. Um, so all in all, guys, I mean, I, I just truly believe that the church is entering into a time where, man, grace is empowerment. It should empower us to live like we ought to every single day. So in my opinion, that's where Christians get grace wrong. Is grace is forgiveness, but it's also empowerment. I, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you got something from it. If you did, make sure you share it on Instagram, uh, share it on social media, send me a message at Spencer Knock. I love talking to you guys. Uh, again, make sure you are subscribing. If you haven't, please subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't left a written review yet, I would encourage you if you're listening, leave a written review. Tell me what you're liking about the podcast. Let's push it out to the world. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. The future is now. I'll see you next time.